Thirsty Thursday on 1460 KXNO continues as we go north to Whiskey River in Ankeny for the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. And now here are your hosts, Jared Stansberry and Brent Bloom. It's time for another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. Out here at Whiskey River in Ankeny where we will be well, I guess we're actually at the district venue connected to Whiskey River in Ankeny where we will be holding our annual tip-off party. Uh, joined by our special guests here a little bit later on That's in the right. show. I'm Jared Stansberry, joined by fresh off of his private jet landing yep. at Ankeny International Airport. It's uh, it's Brent Bloom. What's up, man? Helicopter ride. You got a helicopter ride? No, it was actually Des Moines. Oh, okay. Ankeny wasn't big enough to land my jet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Denver for the last couple of days, but made it back just for our special guest today. So can't did you, wait. Did you indulge in the local economy? I, uh, I mean, I, I had a couple craft beers. Oh, okay. There in Denver, yes. good craft beer scene. That is what they're known for there mm-hmm. in Denver. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, to hear yeah it's good. Really I took like Denver. Or took, uh, took in the local fare. I do like Denver, but happy to be back. So I'm. Denver to Des Moines, and then back to Lubbock tomorrow. So I really should have just gone from Denver to Lubbock. It would have made more sense. Did you know a little fun fact for everybody here? We're all about education on Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. It is closer from Lubbock to Denver than it is Lubbock to Houston. And yet they're both in Texas. Wow. There you go. There's a there's a fun fact for yep. everyone on there. The yep. more you know, we need the, the more, more you know. The more you know sounder. Yeah, <laughs> we need the more you know sounder here. Where's LeVar Burton? Uh, on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. Later on in the show, we'll be joined by Chris Williams and Tim, and Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive to make their picks. And then we will talk a little bit of hoops in the last segment here leading up to the start of our annual tip-off party prior to the special guests arriving. Hopefully you guys can k- still come out and join us. If you're in the metro, you've got plenty of time to get out here too. Whiskey River in Ankeny. Uh, hopefully I don't destroy all of the equipment before then. Um, <laughs> can't take you anywhere. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, hopefully we will uh, Man, what was I even saying? And Before I spilled my beer all over the table. Oh, if you're in the metro, you can yeah, still make here. it here. You can still make it to the district venue connected to Whiskey River in Ankeny. Uh, and come hang out, and I think the special guests will probably be arriving right around, probably shortly before 7 is usually about when that is. And, you know, people are starting to file in here, and uh, this is always a really fun event. Well, it is, and I think this year some unknown commodities, but some excitement at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I I watched some of the press conference stuff while I was in Colorado for a media day, and I I picked up on some things that I didn't know about. I mean, the Zion Griffin news is great. Uh, I can't wait to see how he can pair with lineups. I thought Travis Hines had a great column, and I agree. There's so many varieties of lineups Iowa State could use this year. I don't know what's most effective. You kind of knew small ball was the way to go with last year's team, especially without uh, Young available. And then you had some non-traditional guys like THT was really a, you know, he was kind of a 2-3-4. But now with the traditional guards, you could See, I would say be traditional. You could play really, really small because I thought Steve made a good point. I mean, when they went guard heavy last year, they still had Wyler Babb, who's six five. You had Shayok, who was six five, six six. THC was six four, but had the reach. Um, and then Halliburton's six five with reach. Where you know Nixon's not a big guy. Right. Uh, Bolton's not a big guy. He's okay size. And then Tyrese is who he is. So I don't know how they're actually going to put it together. You could play Tyrese, which I think is a fun lineup. Tyrese play some four, maybe even. 
And uh, if that's the case, we'll we'll see how the pieces come together. But you also have some more bigs you could throw into. Zion, if available, he's an interesting piece. And then Jacobson as well. As well. And then Young looks to be healthy and ready yeah. to go. So, plus Condit. Right. So, I don't know. It's going to be a fun year. We'll talk more about yeah. Iowa State hoops later on in the show. We'll finish off the show That's with that. That's here before you know it. Yeah, and it'll uh, it, two weeks away. Mm-hmm. Less than two weeks away from the season opener at Hilton College. The first exhibition game, yeah. It, it, but no, they don't have an exhibition game, this, I don't think. They don't, they don't have, have exhibitions any? anymore. No, because they play two uh, th- secret scrimmages now. Okay, so but November, f- November 4th. 5th. 5th. Yeah, November okay. 5th at Hilton Coliseum. Don't gotcha. ask me who they play because I, no, I have no clue. I see. I think it's one of the southern. Yeah, I would. I would imagine Mississippi that Valley State, maybe. Yeah, that might be right. Yeah, uh, but no. You mentioned earlier you're going headed to Lubbock tomorrow. Yeah. The Cyclones coming off a 38-14 win over West Virginia last Saturday. Uh, now headed on down to Texas Tech to take on the Red Raiders, and you know I think the more. I don't even know. I I feel like Texas Tech is a team that you know they go in they they beat Oklahoma State at home. And then they nearly upset Baylor in Waco. I feel like that should give me pause coming yep. into this, especially, you know, but I still feel really confident in the Cyclones going into this game, especially considering the way they've been able to play against Texas Tech the last several years. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. It's, it's like you've got two parts of your brain working here. The thing is, though, Tech is really good at home yeah. and historically has been so, not so much on the road. Uh, this year undefeated at home. They Who are the other games against? Well, and Oklahoma State, yeah. and then two slappies. Yeah, but I mean, even in years past, they would be, they would beat some people at home. Now, Iowa State beat them two years ago. I think last year they lost two home games, both to uh, Texas and Oklahoma. Again, really good programs. So I don't know what to think about the home field advantage thing. It does wear on a team when you have three road games in four weeks, which this is for Iowa State what it is right now. And it's not so much the travel, it's just the preparation of the week's a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. of getting ready to go. I mean, they're charter flights, and they get taken care of. And really, you know, I know you hear the thing, well, it's the two longest road trips in the Big 12. It's an extra 15 minutes on the charter plane. Like, it's not the it's not the length of the trip. It's the actual, you have to prepare your own little bit shorter week, and then you're in an unfamiliar spot for your hotel and that type of thing. So I think that plays into it. But... Optimistic me says, Iowa State's really good. And they're starting to play defensively like they did last year, really running the football well, creating turnovers. The defense has, has had its best two weeks in a row, and the offense continues to turn along. You get Brees Hall now, it's another factor. Who knows if he's the guy going forward. But it, when you win games by 24-plus in conference consecutively, you're good. Yeah. And Iowa State's very good. And so... Uh, that that and they didn't they didn't just kind of randomly luck into they they dominated TCU and West Virginia in that second half it was it was like those old Iowa State Oklahoma games when Iowa State was on the other side like when you're there it's like there it, it was not competitive for West Virginia and that's a good sign I mean the like, Iowa State's got good good pieces and when they play that well play that hard uh, that's what can happen I think Tech's better than West Virginia. So this is not going to be a layup by any means, but you look at all the matchups. Iowa State's got the advantage, I think, in pretty much every position. Now, the home field and turnovers and all that stuff can swing the thing, but it, I think Iowa State's a really good team right now, yeah. and it's going to take a good effort, a really good effort by Texas Tech to beat them. I just think that the 
you know, when you look at what Iowa State does really well, and then you look at what, especially Texas Tech's defense, which yeah. I, I do think they are better. They are better. They, they are better. No, they than are. They there's no question. In the Cliff Kingsbury era, which, frankly, it, it didn't take very much yeah, to, to be. be better than what they were during the Cliff Kings, Kingsbury era. But I, I do think that you can uh, that you can look at those metrics and you can talk yourself into the idea that Iowa State could win this game relatively easily. And, and I really, yeah. and I think that, and I think too. I think it will be a lot like West Virginia where they'll, they'll be filling it out a little bit there in the first half, but I can see Iowa State really kind of creating some distance in the second half and, and really starting to you know, run away and hide a yeah. little bit I think would be a best, uh, the best analogy to use. Well, they, I think they wore down West Virginia. Yeah. So I think this is, this is the maturation of football program where you go in 16 where Iowa State's losing games big, then they lost games close, and they won a couple. 17, you shock some people, uh, and then you win – win games and then last year won some games with just pure talent right so you had transformational guys like a montgomery like a butler and the defense was great and now you're winning games with depth yeah which is awesome and not only are you winning games but you're winning games big so you've kind of seen the cycle here where we touched on it this week i would say was without two all big 12 first teamers on defense and orion vance has been playing the best of anybody on the defense who probably will be an all first <laughs> who should who? All big 12 he was heading that yeah, way yeah. and you hold a Big 12 offense to under 200 yards and, what, yeah. 30 yards in the second half. Like That means you're good. And I think Iowa State's got players, and Matt mentioned it to uh, Chris in his interview this week, they played like 67 of the 71 guys that traveled, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Like back in the Rhodes era, Iowa State would play like 35 guys, and that was it. So they got guys that are capable. And so when you go through some of these injuries, which all these programs have now because you're in October, Iowa State set up more than they ever have been to handle it. And that's why something's going to happen weird Saturday. It will. But I think Iowa State's disciplined enough to handle it and have the maturity to, to win games. And that's why Texas and Oklahoma have been so good in K-State under Bill Snyder is they don't let stuff derail them. Right. They've been able to get through it. I don't think Iowa State's nearly at that point where that's how they can win these games on the road. Well, and I'd be interested to know just if you looked at this year, even into last year, there was a couple games like this, and I guess the Kansas game that that year, the year before that. Yeah. The number of times that Iowa State has won a conference game by twenty or more points, compared to the first whatever that would be twenty years of the Big Twelve. Yeah. I mean, they probably yeah. weren't doing that very often in, no. in those first twenty years, and it seems like now, like when they get against up against a team that they're clearly better, better than, they beat them. They almost always beat them and yeah. beat them relatively. Handily. That's a good point. Yeah, I looked it up. Uh, the last time I said it's one conference games by more than twenty points consecutively was two thousand five. Okay, when they went on a run in uh, it was late October, November, where it was they had dominated A and M, which was awesome, and then beat uh, Okie State and K State. They beat them all by like thirty. It was it was great. That's that's actually what caused Bill Snyder to retire the first time mm-hmm. when he lost the names by about 30 points in 05. But and that was a really good team, and I think this team's really good as well. But you're that you're exactly right. That uh, that's what you see the Texases back in the day in Oklahoma's been doing the last 10 years is when you are able to beat a Power Five team hand, handily. You look at Iowa State's yard differential all year. It's all signs. Now we're halfway through the year. Iowa State's very good, very yeah. talented. And uh, now they're putting the pieces together. They're not having those little mistakes that kept games close early, and that's caused you know field goal games, touchdown games to be extended out. Now they've they've won three or four substantially. And I think another piece of that, the maturation of the team in just this season, we saw a big part of that last week. You mentioned Brees Hall before, yeah, and what he was able to do, kind of in a in a breakout moment. I think we talked about this all throughout the summer. 
that a lot of us kind of expected Brees to end up being the guy by about the midway point of the season. Well, that was the midway point of the season. <laughs> true. And I think going into this game, it would be hard for them to justify anybody else being true. the guy. In my mind, based on what we saw from Brees last week, and I know that West Virginia was beat up. I know that they're not as good as they have been in the past, and they're you know that rush defense is not very good. But he looked by far like the most comfortable that any of Iowa State's running backs have looked this season. That's what he looked like in the summer during fall camp. And, yeah. so, and so it's like the first couple weeks, you're like, wait a second. Where did the, the 28 we saw at fall camp go? And that that on Saturday was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it, and in person, it was even more impressive. That's a big it's a big physical kid. And the, the way he passed protected, too, was, was, was great. And so that's another dimension. But, you know, Brees was good. He's getting all the headlines this week. Well-deserved. But the line again. Yeah. You know, they've had one bad game. And that was Baylor. And it was 130 degrees. And those guys were dead right, in the right, second half right. and they had nothing left but if they continue to do that i would say it's run the ball fairly well now sometimes it's had to be from the quarterback position but last week it was hall and you you pair that with what you know you can do with purdy and uh, the tight ends have been a great addition and there's just a lot of pieces here so hall yeah hall's the guy right now yeah. now if he puts the ball on the turf lang's right behind him and then I'm not eliminating a guy like Jirel Brock, who's similarly very talented. Right. Um, but Hall was the complete package on Saturday, and that's going to give him, I think, the first opportunity down in Lubbock, and let's see if he can keep it going. I mean, the, the, the toughest thing for a young guy is to get successful weeks back-to-back. Yeah. And he's still a true freshman. He's still 18 years old. Can you handle success and do it again? And, you know, Hall's a pretty low-key guy, and I think he has the capability to do it, but... Let's see it back-to-back weeks, and that's really when you arrive. Montgomery was able to do that, the tail end. This is almost, if you, th- if you look at history, this is what David did. Right. You know, right about midway point of uh, of his freshman year, and, and Hall's right on track for that regard. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think, too, another thing that will just be interesting to see, you know, as, as far as we know right now, I know Coach Campbell mentioned that they were going to get Orion Vance on the field early on in the week to, uh, to practice, see how he felt, and see what he could do. Um, but if he's not able to go, yeah. what does Texas Tech try and do now where you've got Jake Hummel, a guy who I have a lot of confidence in. I think that Jake Hummel Jake's is, very is a very good player. Yes. He's basically like a fourth starting he linebacker. Is. But do they try and do something to attack that a little bit and just try and test him? Because no. he'll be playing by far the most snaps that he's ever played in his career at Iowa State in one single game. Uh, and then I think, too, if Greg Eisworth's not able to play, if there's a team that's going to really be able to try and test those guys, I think it's probably this one. Just because of you know when you've the got personnel. a guy like, a guy like Basher, yep. uh, you know Jet Duffy has been very good yep, here Turner's last couple weeks. Good. Two weeks ago was yeah. the, the Big Twelve Offensive Player of the Week, uh, and Matt Wells is a good coach. I mean, I, I really think that that's what they're going to try and do is single those guys out and test them a little bit. Now knowing that you know that you're probably going to see them, whereas before it was like, okay, they might get thrown in there, but you can't like game plan to go against those guys. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. And the good news for Iowa State is teams are, have still been unable to run the football on them. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what type of offensive system you're running. If you can't run the ball, and Iowa State can, you know, sit back a little bit more, it's a whole lot easier to defend. And you saw West Virginia essentially just give up on the run game in the second half. They couldn't do it. And then look at it. They, they couldn't move the ball. Now, their quarterback was limited because he couldn't really, he didn't have the accuracy to push the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. So I would say basically sat back and like, all right, you're not going to be able to move the ball on us, so try and do it underneath and you have no chance. Uh, but I think Tech is much more capable to move the ball that way. And that when you give a smart guy 
like Wells and the staff time to prepare. And let's face it, Greg Eisworth, in my opinion, is still Iowa State's best defensive player. Yeah. And teams are going to find out if he's if, – and we hope he can go. I, I have no idea. Um, they're going to try and attack that. And Braxton Lewis is great for a week. Can he do it two weeks in a row? And, you know, what else is the, the depth look back there? Right. If, if they're not ready to go, I thought the corners played well against West Virginia, but they've been a little inconsistent. So I expect Tech's going to put up some points again. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is a West Virginia situation where they – you know, you end up with seven really from the offense. I think this game gets up in the twenties, uh, but Iowa State's gotta gotta continue to move the ball offensively. And you know, you look at two years down there. Uh, I think Kemp threw a pick early, first, play of, first play of the game, and got behind. Now, I don't I don't want history to repeat itself yeah. that way because the, the, and you look at last week. I mean, Iowa State put itself behind the eight ball a little bit early, recovered, and they've been able to recover. But that's that's a team that capitalizes on turnovers. They get a whole bunch of them. They did it at Utah State, too. And it's, it's a game, if I was they can play clean, I think they win the game comfortably. Yeah, I, I agree with that for sure. All right, we'll welcome Chris Williams uh, and Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture Mike, Mart, and Clive onto the program. You guys will talk to the docs up at the McFarland Clinic. There you go. And then I'll be back here with you uh, to talk some hoops to close the show. How's that sound? That sounds perfect. I can't wait. We will be right back on the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart, and Clive on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hey Fanatics, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Did you know they moved into that new location? It's located at 156th and Hickman, still in Clive. What does this mean for you? Well, there's a beautiful new showroom. It's got all of your appliances, your audio and video needs, flooring needs, top-of-the-line appliances. I actually, wife and I bought a couple of those LG washer and dryers from there. We love them. Flooring, they did our floor. Lowest price in town, guaranteed. They've doubled their warehouse capacity. That means more in-stock items than ever. Come out and see the store in Clive. Meet with their highly trained and friendly sales staff. Whether you're updating your current home, building a new one, Nebraska Furniture Mart has what you're looking for. Head on out. See my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. You'll be very happy that you did. Hi, Cyclone fans. This is Dr. Brian Warmey, board-certified and sports fellowship-trained orthopedic sports medicine physician and surgeon at McFarland Clinic in Ames. As an official team physician for the Iowa State Cyclones, I really enjoy the opportunity to work with athletes here in my hometown. My colleagues, Dr. Buck, Dr. Greenwald, and I provide specialized orthopedic care to patients of all levels, including sports injury evaluation and treatment, arthroscopy, surgery, stem cells, and PRP treatment. Don't let your injury keep you out of your game. Learn more at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones. Cyclone Fanatics, the job world is a competitive place, and at all times you need to dress for success. This is exactly why you should stop into Mr. B Clothing down at 1995 Northwest 86th Street in Clive and see my buddy Tim Sitzman. Now, Mr. B Clothing is a longtime supporter of CycloneFanatic.com, but is also unmatched when it comes to the men's clothing game in Des Moines. The Mr. B staff is friendly, fun, they're very knowledgeable, and trust me, these guys will get you looking good for that next job interview, wedding, or just your everyday wardrobe. When you stop into Mr. B Clothing, be sure to tell them thank you for supporting CycloneFanatic.com. 
The ideal way to make your tailgating spread the envy of the neighborhood or parking lot is with Fairway. They have the best selection of fresh, hand-cut meats as well as all the fixins. Preparation is the key to a winning season, and there's no better way to get prepared than Fairway. Hey guys, it's Williams here for Des Moines Eye Care and Ames Eye Care. I care for the entire family conveniently located throughout Central Iowa. I've been up to Ames Eye Care a couple of times now. See Dr. Kruger. You've all heard me tell you about how he looked at me for like 30 minutes. Actually, it didn't even take that long. And he's like, dude, I know why you're having headaches. It's because you stare at your computer for 15 hours a day. Wear these glasses. It'll help. And it has. Actually, it's completely changed my life. Now, I'm a dad, got a four-year-old, she's got some eye problems herself, and you know where I'm going to take her? Yeah, that's right, Ames Eye Care, Des Moines Eye Care, Family Eye Care, they can help you guys too. Check them out today, DesMoinesEyeCare.com, AmesEyeCare.com, and tell them Cyclone Fanatic sent you. For the second straight year, Whiskey River, located in Ankeny's Prairie Trail District, is the home of the Cyclone Fanatic radio show for the Iowa State Athletic season. Whether it's a Saturday night out with the bros, or lunch with the family, Whiskey River and Ankeny's great food, drinks, and friendly service makes it the perfect spot for any occasion. Whiskey River's wall-to-wall TVs make it the perfect place to watch football, baseball, and every sport in between. Plus, you can always join the Cyclone Fanatic staff to talk Cyclone sports on Thursday nights from 6 to 7 at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Hey guys, it's Williams here. The Iowa Clinic and the Iowa Clinic Men's Center. This is not just a standard like, oh, I'm going to endorse the Iowa Clinic. No, this is real. I've gone to the Iowa Clinic now for, well, basically since I moved up here. So we're pushing a decade now. Dr. Nicholson in Ankeny is my go-to guy. But I've also had other stuff, you know, specialists I have to go to, all that stuff. And you know why I need to go see the specialist? Because I'm a man and I go to the doctor because I want to be there for my two little girls. I want to be able to walk them down the aisle. I want to be there to hold their babies and be a grandpa someday be a man go to the doctor iowaclinic.com tell them that chris williams and cyclone fanatic sent you their way it's not whether you win or lose it's whether you serve pork at your tailgating party hi i'm dave struthers and i'm here to remind you that iowa pig farmers like me work hard year round so you have safe wholesome pork for the football season whether it's pulled pork sandwiches ribs or chops nothing says tailgating better than pork This message brought to you by Iowa Pork Producers through the Pork Checkoff. Make your tailgating delicious. Learn more at iowapork.org. Hey, welcome back. Little Cyclone Fanatic Radio for you on a Thursday night. I'm back. As all the people leave, they click. Uh, they want more Stansberry, more Bloom. Don't worry, you got more Bloom. And the good thing is you got Timmy Mullen here yeah, from Nebraska Furniture Mart Clive, who was. Can I say what you're? Can I? Uh, you know, you're vomiting last week. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say back from the depths of illness. It was. Was it food poisoning or did we have the flu? Well, I ate dinner and within about 20 minutes, it was the exorcist for the next like 36 hours. How many times do you think you vomited? That's enough. Within well, a, I mean, that's enough. Well, and we're journalists here. Well, fifteen plus times in thirty-six hours. 
It's bad. Jeez. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. They I had a good stomach workout. Yeah. My God. My kids didn't get the Exorcist reference, though. It, I, I had it's to show it to them later. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. You have Well, that's yeah. uh, no, no, it's way yeah. too realistic for me. Think like okay, I get that. If Freddy got like, fingered. But, I could see the Exorcist. Yeah. I totally believe that stuff. And I don't need to like put that in my mind. Okay. Well, there's this scene <laughs> where there's some projectile uh, sickness. Stuff. We'll yeah. call it. Yeah, it was bad. But then my stuff was And that was, was happening upset. to you. Chris, yeah, I like how your thought is, well, I might believe it too much, so I'm not yeah. going to watch it. No, because I believe in exorcisms and all that stuff <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, like, what I don't need is I, the realisticness of the theater. I was going to send you a photo from the Denver airport, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want you to get, car- get carried away today. Did you see any um, reckonings of the New World Order? I didn't. I did not. Yeah, um, I got to listen to that on the way back from the Royals game a few Oh, yeah. Ago. Timmy Mullen and I um, head back uh, with the father-in-law. I'm glad somebody was subject to it. And we were heading back. You know, we were hanging out with our longtime close personal friend, Josh Donaldson. Yep, yeah. And, <laughs> you know, Austin um, Riley. He lasted real long in the playoffs. Oh, wow. Wow. We can both reach you, Bloom. So, anyways, we're on our way back. It's late. Father-in-law Kevin is at the wheel. Steadily, and yeah, crafting. His and I'm back like, home. okay, here's the situation: we need something that's going to grip our attention to keep <laughs> us awake, so that we can, you know, pay attention and not fall asleep on the way home. Yeah. So I said, what would be better than a two-part conspiracy theory <laughs> podcast on the Denver airport? Yeah, I heard the entire thing. Uh, <laughs> Tim's yeah. in the back. Are you a believer now, Tim? Oh. Tim's in the back seat, like they. <laughs> They'd like come up with like a new revelation, and Tim would be like, "Come on!" I'm, I'm a highly scientific person. You are. My You're... mind is very highly. I mean, I'm yeah. about. I'm a fact guy. You, I'm a. You run a store, right? I'm just. Uh, you're gonna have to prove that to me. I never believe. Look, in the absence of information, I don't necessarily not believe it didn't. But there's some stuff you're just gonna have to prove it. Hey, so, uh, uh, Zamora. Please, can I have the breaking news sounder here on 1460 KXNO? Stand by for news. Wow, well done. Uh, Friend of the program, Ross Peterson. Yeah, I've met Ross. (laughs) I know him. Could be a friend, yes. Yes. He he texts me and says it takes seven hours for food poisoning to set in. Okay, so so it was your your lunch. You had the flu. Or it was your lunch. You know what's bad? So in my house, I'm the only one that likes mushrooms, and I oh, made chicken your... fajitas with onions and mushrooms, and my wife is trying to convince me that mushrooms are bad now, and I'm, I'm not buying Oh, them. my God. It was the fun guy. I know. That's what she said. And I said, I'm, look, a, I'm anti-mushroom, it was so the I, I agree with your beautiful wife here. I like to just eat cans of them. They're so good. Yeah, that's yeah, seriously. That's, that's, that's your first problem. Yeah. That's, all right. What's going on yeah. at Nebraska Furniture Mart? Guys, we've got some fun stuff going on uh, this weekend. It is the 100-year celebration of KitchenAid. Uh, KitchenAid's a quality brand. They've been around for 100 years. years. I mean, they've been around for a long time. Yeah. uh, 100 years. Like 100 of them. (laughs) Dynamite drop-in money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so coming out to the story, here's a cool thing. We're doing a a live event this weekend, guys, from 11 to 1. Uh, We're celebrating 100 years. we got breakfast, food, coffee, juice, live demos. There's going to be some people there showing all the stuff you can do with our KitchenAid product. We've got the smalls, the blenders, uh, the choppers, the... Uh, you know, the thing about KitchenAid, cool. those uh, accessories and all those things, there's a 
ton of things you can do with that. Yeah. We're going to have people there showing you how to do it, uh, making some nice breakfast. And, you know, it's still uh, Karistan month is uh, going on through uh, November 4th here. Uh, there's still long-term financing on flooring, four ninety nine and up. Uh, and 36 month on LG TVs, nine ninety five and up. And then uh, all financing on TV bundle, 65. And it's getting closer, you know, to the end of the football season. Time to get a great TV, put it in your house. So care, season, baby. I it did is. something. So the the, the, the technology is coming now, right? So I got a Roku, okay, um, the other day, and Fox is now putting NFL games for their Thursday night games when they have them, and the World Series coming up in 4K. Wow! So the technology's there, and you would—I mean, the picture would blow you away. So I got a, a yeah. picture for or a TV from. NFM last October yep. that was 4K ready, just waiting for the technology to catch right. up, and then and it's here. And you could DVR Rachel Ray, <laughs> and she'll teach you how to make mushrooms so you don't vomit. That's right. Fifteen times. Have you seen a 4K feed yet? Oh, I, oh, oh just in your store. It, it's 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 like, honestly that's the only time I have is in. Do you remember store. the 3D phase where everybody was buying 3D yeah. and had the glasses and yeah, all that? That was nothing. Yeah, it was not because reality is 4K is basically it's. 3D and a two-dimensional form. It really is because you look at the depth of the picture within yes. those 40s are insane. I just got another text from Ross. He says, yeah. tell Tim that I like mushrooms too. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> there is nothing about that man I don't like. Seriously. A Ro- good I, a good East Side boy, I've Ross. I've walked Peterson into Ross's is. office Yeah, like in the afternoon and he's popping mushrooms. He <laughs> um, loves them. Well, okay, I think, I think he meant... Like Psychophonetic ones, radio yeah. show. Here on fourteen, I enjoy that Ross is an avid listener to this program. Uh, of course, I love that guy. Yeah, he's a salt of the earth. That Ross, he's a closet clone. Let's be honest. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder. All right, Timmy. All right, guys. What's going on? Here we go. Oh, look at that! (laughs) Very nice. Did you order these? No. Thank you. Very kind. Very kind. Wow, that was very nice. Gosh, Look at that. Beautiful Erica giving us some. Way uh, to go, Erica. It's like spinach and artichoke up here yeah. at the uh, Whiskey River in Ankeny. We, by the way, I should plug that we're having yeah. our An event, our basketball tip-off Ooh. show here tonight in uh, the district venue. So it's right next to Whiskey River. We've got the doors open that are connected. Crowd's starting to file in a little bit. And uh, special guests should be arriving in about 45 minutes or so. So look forward right to that. On. Okay, gentlemen, picks. Uh, you know, we had an interesting week because for the first oh, time, it was a great week. Somebody went over, and his name's rhymes with. Uh, I knew rhymes, it was coming. His, his name rhymes with gloom, gloom, <laughs> gloom, and doom. I knew it, I knew it was coming. It was a matter of time. So, Bloom, you went zero and, and six. Uh, I went two and four, and C Dub. Yeah, had his first winning week. <laughs> I think all season. I'd have to go back and so verify that. It was a that. rough week, but I'm pretty confident it's his first winning week. So all what are, what's the long. cumulative now? Okay, I'm so still on, right? I'm making a comeback. Looms up there at 21 and 23. That's uh, to make things brutal. interesting. Brutal. We're, we're five games back, tied at 16 and 28. 16. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I still Actually, have a. I have a five-game lead. Despite going zero and six, last what's week. funny about it is, like, I'm on these it gambling like that, picks are true. crazy. Yeah, you just never know. Yeah, you yeah. do not. And so, like, my real-life betting has been pretty bad until the last couple of weeks, and now I've, I've really done well the last two weeks. So you're you're starting to be nervous now then? Or? No, the locks that I give out on cakes, and now I'm three games over 500. This one I've been getting absolutely pulverized. So you really never know. Yeah, like, but, it is such a crap shit. But moral of the story is you're about to get on a heater here. 
I hope. Actually, yeah. I, mean, I was I don't going know. with. I'm not promising anything. I was going with he's going to get pulverized again this week. <laughs> uh, guys, let's, we let's yeah. start out here in the state of Iowa over in Iowa City. Uh, we have the, the Boilermakers of Purdue coming to town with Boiler. Iowa, an 18-point favorite at 11 a.m. this Saturday morning. Bloom, what do you got here, buddy? We have seen Iowa just dominate bad teams, and Purdue would qualify. You produce. I mean, they're, they're not. There's not. They're they're like a. You know they're not many steps above Middle Tennessee State here. So this this three touchdowns, three touchdowns. Yep, Bloom. All right, C Dub. What do you got, Completely buddy? Completely agree. In fact, I mean I can just say it now that it's legal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet this one the second it came out because I knew it would go up. I knew the sharp money would be all over Iowa. And it has and been, it has. and I, I'll take Iowa to cover. Uh, gentlemen, I will take Purdue here. Eighteen wow. points, and I'll tell you why. Purdue is an Achilles heel to Iowa. Yeah, they always they're not any good, though. Yeah, but there's some issues with the lines right now that you've yeah. got to figure out. They do have a couple of tackles that are okay on the defensive end. Yeah. Just, Purdue does. Yeah, well, and just up the middle, Iowa's rough right now. I mean, TCU. We're talking 18 points here, so yeah, I will take it right. at home. Yeah. Is the quarterback back? I know Purdue's like got a quarterback in and out every other week. I don't. Sindelar? Anybody know? No, he's Is out. It, he's still out. Is Drew Brees still there? <laughs> no, Sindelar's out. He's out for yeah. a year, I think. Oh, okay. Well. Kyle Orton playing. Kyle Orton. <laughs> no, Kyle Orton's good. Pride of Sally Spoke uh, Rams. Yeah, Washington. Hi, Mata. Yep. Cox okay. by 24. Uh, Pac 10, gentlemen. Uh, the border 12. battle. It's a Pac 12. <clears throat> Whatever. It still sucked, Taylor, too. Uh, Oregon at Washington. Oregon three point favorite at UW. 230 game. You know, a lot mm. of people are jumping on the Oregon bandwagon because Georgia lost. They're like, oh, maybe the back to up. No, no. Not they, so fast. They lose okay. in Seattle, Washington by 10. Washington by 10. Money line play See, of the week. No, here's the thing, though. Oregon's defense is yeah. borderline elite. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying. Yards per play, they're top five. Yeah, they're great. Yep. But they play the, the, I mean, they played a garbage schedule. Uh, not great. No, I think... I think Oregon's the class of that conference, and it's not close. And I don't. I think Washington's okay, but I like I like Oregon by six to eight. I will go with the Ducks as well here. I think Washington is fake news. Wow, that is right. You are fake news. Going there. Wow. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Next game. I put this on here because this is my lead pipe lock of the year. Whoa. Of the year. Okay. Wow. You ready for this? Well, the, is this the clones game? No. That's always last. All right. Sorry. Yeah, best for last year. Uh, gentlemen, the Fighting Illini are at home against Wisconsin. Oh, no. The Badgers. And are a 31-and-a-half oh, no. point You're dog taking the points at home. And Illinois is my lead pipe you lock can't do of it. the Don't do it. I've learned this with Kansas over the years. I'm like, oh, Kansas is going to finally like surprise yep. us. I'm not look, lose never bet 50. on bad teams. Look, look. Don't lock up the bad, bad teams. teams. Locked. Yeah. Okay. Locked that they stay within 31 and a half yeah, I mean, against if you're, Wisconsin. If you're willing to put this on Lovey Smith, then that's on you. Okay. Done. <laughs> Congratulations. Who could you trust more than Lovey? That man is very trusting. So so you guys are both going no, Wisconsin. You're right, 31 and a half, this. right? This is the first I've heard of this line. Yeah. I did my preparation. You're damn week. right I am. I'm going Wisconsin. Well, but they've they have... When they can, Paul Chris is a great coach. Well, they run up the score, and they have this year. Yeah, he's, he's he is not point. like look what he did to USF. Look what he did to Bowling Green. Look, what, I mean, he's done this a couple of times. Yeah, I think this is 40, 45 to seven. 
Forty-five to seven. Forty-five to seven. So Wisconsin Cup. Yeah, right. we're we're anti your lock of the yeah, year. Yeah, I'm love sorry, it. Tim. I can't wait for next week, I, gentlemen. I have learned to not never. Yeah, Illinois is they're not good. I'll enjoy laughing okay. at you to your face. Please, it'll be fun. Next game, gentlemen: Baylor at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Three and a half point favorite at home, 3 p.m. game in Stillwater. This is my favorite play of the weekend. What says you then, C. Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah, heavily. Yeah, I think they roll them. Yeah, I do too. Baylor's are just teetering. They're teetering. I, yeah, they and they lost last week. Let's be honest. They got absolutely screwed last week in the Big Twelve. The the cowards in the Big 12's office by these stupid public reprimands and fines. All Kirby Hokut did. Kirby Hoka, right? Yeah. All he did was repeat what they said. Yeah, but you can't repeat that. Why? Because they're telling the truth? No. God forbid we hurt a referee's feelings. Do your job better. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, that's This is another conversation. But if you if you tarnish the reputation of... They they got it wrong. Why can't you admit it? Well, it was, it was the wrong call. They admitted it to them privately. So you want them to acknowledge publicly? Yes. And everybody thinks I the, absolutely the do. officials are fools. But they got and it they, wrong. We all saw it. Like, okay. why are we hiding it in the dark? Well, like, we know they're humans. Like, I think that people would have a lot more slack for the referees if they would just be honest about it. 100% agree. I, I think you why say that. Why does it have to be in the shadows? I think you say that. I don't think, I don't think ultimately that's the best move. God, I think it's hubris in the face of obvious response that when it, they screw up, to act like nothing happened. That is beyond hubris. But do, do, so Iowa State's gotten apology letters in the past. Does that make you feel better? No. A little bit. But when, when Jamie Pollard comes out and says it does me as a fan. Yeah. So this happened, So Iowa State two years ago, right? This the chip and dip is good, no, guys. You the the K-State game, Iowa State got... I don't know if it's public or not, but it is now. Iowa State got, <laughs> got acknowledgments that the Big 12 screwed up. They did not go public with it. Well, yeah, because Jamie had gotten fined a couple right. of years before. So, but we all know what happened. And guess what? That that official did not work in Iowa State game the next year, I don't think. Long, long story short, I don't think people need to know everything. You don't want to know how the sausage is made. Because officials, they get, Chris and Tim, they get a list of things that are missed during the week. Yeah, like they get a whole list. If they if they come out with like, oh, these guys miss fifteen I, calls during the week. Do you want to know that? It without getting because we need to move on. Yeah, sorry. Without getting it's a, no, it's fine. I think it would do the officiating community some good to have more transparency. Okay, because I don't think most that people, is what I'm saying. But, I, I'm saying if 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 humans like if fans knew the stuff that you know, <clears throat> they'd probably take it a lot more easy. Brent Bloom, official apologist. No, I'm, I, but it's. I'm saying it's like they miss calls. Like there's hundreds Absolutely. of calls in a game. If you miss fifteen, just like that's an offensive good. coordinator, yeah. like calls the wrong play. But, but right. this is why this is why this stuff happens. And I'm, I'm going to get on a soapbox here with the Lincoln Dowling stuff, where people think the officials are against them. Like there's some grand conspiracy. They're not trying to screw your team over. Bad calls happen. They get well, missed. All I'm saying is, if you so you're saying you need to acknowledge it all the time, because then you're going to lose even more trust. Like that, where it literally costs a team a game. Okay. Absolutely. All right. I, th- I think there's now, a like, right if you now, miss too. a PI call in the middle of the second quarter, but that's just as much. That's, that's but no, every, every call matters. Thing. It's not the same thing though. Like that fumble call literally lost Texas Tech the game. No, I think what's difficult right now too is everything between college and NFL. Oh, it's so confusing. It's so bad right yeah. now. And for my entire life, sports coaching everything, I've said no one play ever wins or loses a game. But right. unfortunately, right now, some of them are so egregious. Yeah, but that's because they've been publicizing more and more of it. 
And if you keep admitting you're wrong all the time, the people are going to, going to think you're wrong all the time. Well, they are all the time. Next game, gentlemen. Next game. Uh, I'd like a 500-word uh, write-up, two paragraphs or less on your responses to this. <laughs> okay. Next week. So, uh, carry okay. There. Here we go. Big Ten game. Big game here, gentlemen. Michigan at Penn State. Night game. Lots of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure it'll be the whiteout Penn State. Everybody ruckus crowd. 6.30 game. Penn State, nine-point favorite. What do you got here, C-Dub? Uh, Penn State. Yeah? Why? I mean, I... Is it because Harbaugh's a trash coach? No. Just for the record, you picked Chris today, and I, you picked against Harbaugh. I'm not... Well, I, I'm a man who can just move on, and, then, and it, you know, mm-hmm. things change throughout the year, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've watched the two closely the last two weeks. Yeah. And I just, I think Penn State's better. The whiteout deal, home field. That place is crazy at night. Yeah, I mean, if I can get it below 10, I'll, I'll take Penn State. Uh, a great defense that Michigan still has. Yes. Give me nine. I'll take it every time. Okay. You got Michigan here. Yep. You're probably smart to go against the public here. I don't. I, I think yeah, Penn State's I, very good. Yeah, I do too. Penn State's way better than I thought they would be. I don't think. Uh, but my opinion is I agree with both of you. I just don't think Michigan has the offense to keep up they, with them. They may not. Yeah, that, they may that's, not. I'm going. I'm going with Michigan's lack of offense Penn's to not be able to, to not fair. do anything. It's here. because it's a whiteout. Yeah. <laughs> if Penn State was wearing you know their black uniforms, I wouldn't do it. But the you know the whiteout is the difference. Yeah. Uh, Last game, gentlemen. Iowa State. I made that joke because Penn State has the most boring uniform combination. They do. I was talking to my wife about it last week when they were playing Iowa. I hate Penn State's uniforms. Classic. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, they are classic, but they're still ugly. They're horrible. They get Let's old. change it up a little bit. They get old. Uh, Bloom Jr. here wanting to hang out with us. He wants to be on the okay, radio. Okay, gentlemen, last game, uh, seven-point Iowa State favorites at Texas Tech, 11 a.m. kick uh, in the land of the air raid, the Lubbock. Uh, C-Dub. Clones. Pumped. Love this game. Love it. Take the clones. Clones by 17. Bloom? What? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 17. Listen to the thesis today. I'm all over it. Whoa. I will uh, go the other direction. I think. Wow. I think Texas. Wow. I think it's a four-point game. Four points, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 28-24. You got Tech. Did you pick West Virginia to cover last week? I did. I was wrong. I'm all in on the clones uh, right I now, man. West They're Virginia solid. To cover too. I, I think the difference is too is that, and I agree with you. I think they're playing with a ton of confidence right now. I think Texas Tech, that that offense at home, they'll be a little bit more rowdy. I just think they will stick with them. I do think Iowa State wins this game. Uh, you know, if it honestly six and a half, I'm at Iowa State seven. Give me a touchdown. I'll take the push if I have to, but I'll take Texas Tech here. Okay, I love it. Yeah, I love you. Game. I'm yeah. getting a point on both of you. I love this. Well, I went zero six last week, so that's okay. Take Blue and I, I are say. getting you on Oregon, Washington, <laughs> so uh, we'll probably. No, I just, I just love where Iowa State's at, and yeah, I think Jack. I did listen to some of the thesis. You, you said you, you feel like you have a good read on this game, so. Oh, we don't. Okay, thank you, Eric. You said you, we have a you have a good read, yeah. good feel for this one. So hey, if you have a good no, feel I, for it, I do. Like I, I just watched their last two games, and I. I do think, like, their defense, and I ran this by Jay Jordan, and he agreed with me, and Jay's kind of our resident film breakdown guy. That I just feel like what their strengths and weaknesses are sets up perfect. De- Deshante Jones will have a 10-catch game for okay. 140 yards. Okay. And Brees, there'll be a lot of Brees Hall. They, they can go at the edge. So what do you think about that there? 
having the game that he had in the breakout, I mean, is that that's the guy now? I would agree. We just talked about this, and but I still think until, Johnny Lang until will play he fumbles. Yeah, Johnny Lang will play. Yeah, I mean, Lang is still like, Lang didn't lose the job necessarily. Uh, Breach just was great. And let's not forget, it's still Matt Campbell. He'll still play the old. Yeah, match. he's not gonna just. For, that's and just Matt's. Kane is still going to play. It was unfortunate that he dropped those two balls there because they were wide open. I mean, they had they had that one screen set up, and it was going to go a long ways. And I think Kane still brings something the other guys can't. So you'll still see Nawangu out there. Sorry, I was eating some of the spinach and artichoke. <laughs> it's real Still some room here to get out to yeah, District Venue. Time to get here. Uh, let's go now to the phones. Thank you, Tim. Yeah. We'll see you next week. All right, buddy. Yeah, guys, come out and see us 11 to 1. Have a going great time at KitchenAid. Going 6 and 0 this week. Not Lock a chance. Up. Not a chance. Let's head up to the uh, let's head up to the McFarland Clinic and talk to our friend Dr. Buck. Dr. Buck, I haven't got to talk to you all year. I think Warmy's been on with me every single time. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Yourself? No complaints you here. Me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you just fine. We can hear but you I just fine. Uh, I thought we might mention a few words about a shoulder injury tonight since we got some cyclones please. with these. So I, Yeah, I what's going on? I can't speak to who uh, is injured, but uh, we have a couple people with uh, AC joint injuries. That's the small joint on top of the shoulder between the collarbone okay. and the rest of the shoulder. And, of course, shoulder pads are supposed to protect the athlete from that type of injury. But in football, if you land on the tip of the shoulder hard enough or get a strong enough blow, then you can injure that. And once injured, it's kind of a, a nuisance injury for the rest of the season. So uh, it hampers people. And, and uh, uh, you know, if it's a linebacker, somebody, he may not want to go out and really tackle something right. because that shoulder is going to hurt. But anyway, it's just one of, one of those, one of a series of injuries that tends to collect, you know, during the season on our on our boys. But but fortunately, we've got several, but they will be playing, and uh, they'll be playing just fine. So, But uh, it's just another one of things that what happens as the season goes on. What, so what's, is it, is the, is it just rest and recovery for those types of injuries, or is there anything, you know, structurally you can do to, to heal up quicker? Well, uh, you know, unfortunately, during the season, there's not much rest that you can have because most things yeah. usually occur on our uh, regular players. So they, they get get about uh, you know some healing one week, and then of course they're out there playing, and then so it kind of carries on. But you know most of these heal up fine in the off season, but but they can be a big headache during. But yeah, there's there's some you, we make special uh, bubble pads that go over the AC joint. Uh, we we can elevate the shoulder pads, what are called spider pads, try to kind of keep more stress from getting to that area but but it's 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 kind of a headache for the trainers this time of year yeah and that it just kind of seems like this is the time of year where you got all kinds of stuff going on right i mean even unlike your most healthy year doc this is this is the time of year where it starts to get a little more stressful right right this is the time when you'd love to have the bye week instead of you know week two because that that that's the one time you could let uh, let the boys get a little bit of healing in but uh every game is important so uh, the key players have got to stay out there. So it's, it's uh, yeah, it's just, we just start collecting a whole slew of these as the season goes on. Doc, we appreciate you as always. Uh, you heading to Lubbock? You like, you, you like your road trips to Lubbock? 
Uh, I've got some good friends down there, so I like it. Uh, I've been to the Button right. Museum four times, so I'm go. not going to go there again. But, <laughs> but I'll have fun down there. All right, buddy. Thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it as always. All right. Nice talk to you. Bye. Thanks, Dr. Right. Buck. Dr. Buck from the McFarland Clinic up there in the a- uh, in Ames. Buddy Holly uh, Museum? Have you ever been to that? I haven't yet. I need to. Do you know what's uh, the last time we were in Lubbock? I'm, this is a 100% honest story. The Landing family, who are awesome, right, from right here in Ankeny, they decided to make the trek over to Area 51, which, yeah, is, only, which is only about two and a half hours from Lubbock. So if you ever want to make the uh, trip to Lubbock, and it's an interesting place to watch a football game, Probably should include the uh, Area 51 visit as well. I will be doing that next time I'm in Lubbock. You got to come down there for one of those uh, football we'll games. It's an interesting. It again. I'd rather be in my basement. Yeah, yeah. There's some benefits to that too. Is an Area 51 in Nevada? Yeah, no. but it's not. It's in New Mexico. New Mexico. I don't know where it is, but it's close. It's, it, it's all the again. Same. Lubbock. Look at a map. It's in like that corner of Texas. There's nothing around there. And the running joke is that if you miss the runway in Lubbock, you're just fine. Because it's just there's a whole lot of sand. There's nothing there. there. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) yes, they could. All right, I got to get to work. (laughs) I got a little program to put on here. We'll we'll cap it off. We might get into some matchups for basketball. Yeah, let's go. We got a couple basketball guys stands tonight. Man, you got guys went long enough. We can't hardly even talk about it. Yeah, we'll do that next here on fourteen sixty KXNO. Hello, fanatics. It's Chris Williams. I want to tell you today about the Forever True for Iowa State campaign, a historic initiative by the Iowa State University Foundation to raise donations that will help benefit every aspect of the university. Cyclones everywhere are helping reach the unprecedented $1.5 billion goal. Yes, the cyclone spirit is a force to be reckoned with. More than 81,000 donors have given to the campaign thus far, including over 27,000 first-time donors. So far, these donors have gifted more than $1.2 billion. The Cyclone Energy is truly unstoppable. The campaign has achieved an amazing amount of success thanks to gifts of every size. The impact is seen all across campus, too, from the South End Zone Club to the North End Zone Construction to the thousands of students who receive scholarship support. You can learn more at forevertrueisu.com because the world needs more Cyclone Spirit. Hey, Cyclone fans, it's Chris Williams. You've heard our friends from the Iowa Pork Producers. They've been coming on here for the last couple of years. I've been telling you guys about them. I've had the great opportunity to meet so many of our state's great pork producers over the last couple of years, and I've learned so much. One thing specifically, I didn't really know this before. I guess I probably should have, but these pigs are raised in environmentally controlled barns. That helps farmers care for the pigs. They protect the pigs from extreme temperatures, predators, you know, all that stuff. It is so high-tech, some of the stuff that our great pork producers are doing, and they're doing it all to feed our world. And, and, don't forget about this, so you can have some of that delicious Iowa pork at your tailgates coming up this fall. From everyone at Cyclone Fanatic, I'm Chris Williams saying thank you to our state's great pork producers. 
Hey fanatics, it's Chris Williams here wanting to tell you about my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Did you know they moved into that new location? It's located at 156 in Hickman, still in Clive. What does this mean for you? Well, there's a beautiful new showroom. It's got all of your appliances, your audio and video needs, flooring needs, top-of-the-line appliances. I actually, wife and I bought a couple of those LG washer and dryers from there. We love them. Flooring, they did our floor. Lowest price in town, guaranteed. They've doubled their warehouse capacity. That means more in-stock items than ever. Come out and see the store in Clive. Meet with their highly trained and friendly sales staff. Whether you're updating your current home, building a new one, Nebraska Furniture Mart has what you're looking for. Head on out. See my friends at Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. You'll be very happy that you did. The ideal way to make your tailgating spread the envy of the neighborhood or parking lot is with Fairway. They have the best selection of fresh, hand-cut meats as well as all the fixins. Preparation is the key to a winning season, and there's no better way to get prepared than Fairway. Hi, this is Dr. Thomas Greenwald, board-certified orthopedic sports medicine physician. For over 25 years, I've taken care of ISU athletes and am an official team physician of Iowa State athletes. I'm a proud supporter of Cyclone Nation. As an orthopedic surgeon, I specialize in musculoskeletal care for athletes of all ages, from high school to collegiate athletes to adult weekend warriors. Trust McFarland Orthopedic Sports Medicine and my colleagues Dr. Buck and Dr. Warmy and I for extraordinary sports injury care and rehabilitation. Visit us on the web at McFarlandSportsMedicine.com. Go Cyclones! The model year-end closeout event at the nation's number one five-star platinum GM certified dealer, Carl Chevrolet. Choose from the largest selection of GM platinum certified vehicles in Iowa, all including an industry-leading six-year 100,000-mile powertrain warranty, two-year 24,000-mile complimentary scheduled maintenance, and a 12-month 12,000-mile bumper-to-bumper warranty. Just announced 1.9% financing for qualified buyers. Plus receive additional $500 bonus cash on certified Equinox and Terrain models. Plus we need your trade today. Integrity, trust, satisfaction, and confidence. Find new roads and visit carlchevrolet.com to view our complete certified inventory today. Carl Chevrolet, I-35, exit 90 in Ankeny at The Rock. Your dealer for life, Carl Chevrolet. When it comes time for my friends and I to decide where we'll watch college football on a Saturday night, there is no better choice than Whiskey River in Ankeny. Whiskey River is the home of the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show again for the 2018 season and is the perfect spot for your get-together of all ages. Whiskey River's great food, satisfying drinks, friendly staff, and wall-to-wall TVs make deciding where to go a no-brainer for any situation. And don't forget, you can always join the Cyclone Fanatic staff on Thursday nights from 6 to 7 at Whiskey River in Ankeny. Welcome back to... Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. Got about six minutes left in the program, and then we'll send it on out to Andrew Downs and the Hawkeye Nation crew here on 1460 KXNO. Jared Sainsbury and Brent Bloom at Whiskey River in Ankeny. We're actually next door to Whiskey River at the, the district venue for our annual tip-off party. Our special guest should be arriving here any moment. Still some room. There's come on out. Plenty of room for anybody that wants beer to come is cold. out and, and hear our program, have some cold beer, have some food. Uh, it will be a. It should be a great time. I know that everybody out here right now is is very excited. All right, Bloom. I want I want to talk hoops for a little bit. Yes, please. I 
So I got to tell you, I have one really big concern with this team. Actually, two really big concerns. Sure. The first one is a little bit more overarching. I'm really scared that there's a, not a guy on this year's team that when the going gets tough, yep. that you know when they maybe go three, four possessions in a row, they don't get a bucket. In the past, you had George Niang. You had Monte Morris. You've had Mario Shayok last season uh, that could go and get you a bucket even when Lindell, you need it. Even of, Lindell, yeah. even Taylor, yeah. whatever. There's going to be a yeah, lot less guy. dribbling on this year's basketball there team. I can already dribbling. promise you that. But I'm scared that we don't have someone like that. Tyrese, we know that he's got the game to do it, but does he have no, the, yeah, the personality to do it? I don't think it? he's the guy. Who is it? Is it Rasheer, is it Rasheer Bolton? Well, I, I, don't I don't know. I don't. Know. Prentice Nixon? I don't know. I think, no, I, it's a fair question. I think that's the number Michael one. Michael Jacobson with the hook shot? <laughs> Jeff Beverly in the short corner? Hey, that's the most automatic uh, shot that you know. there's ever been for Iowa no, State. No, I think that's. I'll stand by it forever. So this is going to be a different group. Like, I think this team's going to have to win. Even, you know, it's just some games in the 60s? Yeah. Yeah. They're, it's, they're they going to guard. Well, this comes back to the problem that I'm going to bring, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, give you in a second. No, they're going to guard rebound, but yeah, can yeah. they rebound as well with the smaller guards? It's a fair question. I think Bolton's got some potential to be a really good scorer and just got to have balance. But, I mean, Tyrese, he's the, the potential for him is really good, but I think expectations for him offensively as far as actually putting up numbers, I don't see him being a 15-point guy. No. So where does it come from? And right. I don't know. Um, that's why you need to, you're going to need somebody to chip in that's unexpected, whether that's, I mean, I think a guy like Trey Jacks can really shoot it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Caleb Grill could give you something. Then we still we have a little bit of the penny stock that is Terrence Lewis. I uh, I gotta tell you, after yesterday, I think I'm selling all my Your Terrence style? Lewis stock. I okay. I think I'm out. Okay, but he's got it. He's got. A I, bit I, in just, him. I just gotta tell you, Bloom. I, okay. Did, do you, how many times did you hear Terrence Lewis's name come up in no, that press I know. conference? I know. Steve Prohm is honest with us. He is. He's a very honest if, person. If he. Maybe, I'm he gonna ask isn't him about explicitly it. honest. I'm going to ask him about it. Well, right. our special guest. Yeah. I'm going to ask our, our special, special guest, guest in a couple can, minutes. Can ask I need to know if I should sell my Terrence Lewis stock. Yeah, I, I'm just, hey, maybe hold on to it because, you know, maybe I down could, the road. I could get it. Maybe we'll get some insider the road, information. There, there could be, you know, yeah. So, yeah. But here's my second thing. All right, so we know this the construction of this roster. You're talking about the small guards. The fact of the matter is. I do not. I would be terrified to see a, a small lineup of Tyrese at six foot five, Rashir Bolton at a generous six foot two, Prentice Nixon again at a generous six foot two. I yeah. would say probably closer to the six foot range yep. for both of them. Uh, Trey Jackson might be five. He's not a big guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you, well, who are you going to put in your rest of your small lineup? Zion Griffin. Well, Michael Jacobson. No, like, I, yeah. I, you got. You're going to have to play big. Okay. In that scenario. You got George Condit playing the five. You got Solomon Young probably going to play the five primarily, and then you're going to have Zion and Mike Jacobson guarding the four. When Iowa State does the same thing to Iowa, or when a team does the same thing Iowa State has done to other they teams for the last ten years, and says we're going to go small and we're going to put somebody out there and we're going to no, make Mike Jacobson guard on the perimeter, or Solomon Young or Zion Griffin, that scares me, dude. That scares me. It, it's got me worried. Yeah, I'm worried, but it's unfamiliar. It's, it's not what we're that's, used to. That's what it is. I think that's I what just, it is. I just don't know if those guys can go on guard, guard on the perimeter if they're called to do it. That's what has me, has me scared. Yeah, and I, I'm just really curious what the numbers break. Because you could – Prom is really – I know he's got maybe nine he can play. He's only played seven, eight. Yeah. So who's the odd man out again? And who's the who's the 
what what is that lineup that's most consistent going to be? I mean, I think you you've got some guys that they haven't had. I mean, if Condit comes on, if Solomon Young is as good as he's been, we think during the off season breakout year for George Condit. Yeah, he could be, and so. But this team's going to get after it in some of the margins, too. So you talk about football team winning the margins. I think this team will do some of the little stuff very well yeah. that last year's team, quite honestly, did not. Yeah. And uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be a fun watch. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, too. If you've got some time tonight, you can still make it out to Whiskey River, or the district venue in, in Ankeny, right connected to, to Whiskey River. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture, Martin Clive. We will talk to you guys again next week from 6 to 7 right here on 1460 KXNO.